lagi ya? Huh? Welcome back to the show, everybody. Your host, it's me, Jay. I'm a little delirious. I just got out of a 16-hour shoot. How you feeling, Diane? Is your name Diana or Diane? That's how crazy I am right now. Diane. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's why I called you Diane. I told you I'm crazy right now. In Mandela Affair. It's all a conspiracy. All right, getting back on track. Welcome back to the show, everybody. For those of you who don't know, I will take a quick second to explain what we do here. The show is called, How Did I Get Here? Okay, where we live our best lives on the internet and come out the other side knowing more, but not feeling all that much smarter, if you know what I mean. I am your host, Jay. Welcome to the show. Claps. <laughs> Quick couple uh, reminders before we start the program today. Uh, number one, most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us a review. A good one. I would really appreciate it. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Moving on. Oh, also, and then you can also check out uh, clips that we have from our Dive Studio YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash divestudios. And you might want to subscribe to there and turn on notifications as well because we are going to be sprinkling your life with beautiful spices for your enjoyment and entertainment, usually at our expense because of Diane. The starting point and the question for today. Wow, this is a good one. What are the odds of finding your soulmate? Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a very in-depth question. We need to begin from the root. What is a soulmate? Because a lot of people, I feel like, you know, because I'm almost in my 30s now. And a lot of my friends are married. And they're telling me, you make your soulmate, right? But then I have other friends that are like, I met her. Knew she was my soulmate. But um, yeah, like some of my friends will tell me that, you know, as soon as they met, boom, they knew. They were soulmates. They were in love. Happily ever after. And you know, that's, that's kind of how some of the relationships play out in my friends' lives. But for others, it's kind of like, when will I find my soulmates? Is there a soulmate for me? Can anyone possibly handle the amount of insanity I bring to the table? Right? I feel like this is like super relatable. Everyone feels or everyone has a point where they're like, man, I'm so crazy. I have nothing under control. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I'm going to eat next week. I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. And my life's a mess. Can anybody handle me? But you know what? A word of relief to everybody that's thinking that. Everyone next to you is thinking the exact same thing. I don't care what they're doing. <laughs> so that's just, just a quick word of relief for everybody wondering about those kinds of things. Because I do feel like I have a lot of friends that are concerned with their future and stuff. Do not worry so much. Kind of just, you know, it's a lot easier said than done. But and I've been practicing this as well. Let life kind of just take you on its current. Okay? You are a tennis ball. You are a tennis ball floating through the ocean. Just let it. Let it take you on an adventure. You know, don't try to fight the current. When you fight the current, you're just going to exhaust yourself. And in the end, the results aren't going to change. You know? I mean, I feel like you could try harder to edge yourself in a certain direction. I feel like that's valid, positive, good for your life. But when you try to go in complete opposite direction from what your natural forces are inclining you to, I feel like more times than not, it becomes a little bit difficult, you know? And if that's something that you really want, you want to make a 180, per, 180 degree change in your life, and that's something that you really, really desire and you feel like is necessary, go for it. 
But if not, sometimes just going with the current, it's not that bad. Join us for the ride. We're all here chilling right next to you. A million tennis balls just chilling on the wave. Okay? Right, because soulmates, I think the idea of a soulmate is super relative. So I, I had those two friends, right? I think I would have to say that I'm going to agree with you make who your soulmate is. Because like, you know, relationships, they're not always easy. There's struggles. You know, no, no two people are perfectly fit for each other. I feel like that's ridiculous. So yeah, no, no two people like make a perfect fit with each other. I mean, there could be. But I feel like there's always going to be those things that, those kinks that you got to work out, you know? And that whole process is really like the adventure of love, you know what I mean? Like just finding out who each other is, uh, being able to relate, being able to bond on a deeper level. You know, finding the things that you may find as flaws, but eventually become strengths in the relationship. Damn, I'm so smart. Oh my goodness, claps. Oh my goodness. Tell me I'm smart. Man, going back to the soulmate thing, I don't know. Because the question is, what are the odds of finding your soulmate, right? But I feel like, can't you just make whoever you're in love with and you want to make this relationship work, right? You find that person, you're thinking like, you know, I think I could really spend the rest of my life with this person. I feel like we can make this work. Wouldn't that technically become your soulmate when you choose for them to become your soulmate? Let's actually see. What Google says. That's so interesting. Okay. There's a literal percentage. Oh, you're right. Okay. So it says 0.010%. And the question was, what are the odds of finding your soulmate, right? The explanation is, assuming your soulmate is set at birth, is roughly in the same age bracket, and the love is recognizable at first sight, the mathematical estimates, estimates indicate that your chances of finding your soulmate is only one in 10,000 people. Wow. How do they even do the math for that? Okay, I'm hold up. I want I want to I want to look deeper into this. Let's dive deep into the rabbit hole, okay? Okay, there's too much reading. But either way, interesting. 0.010%. So 1 in 10,000 human beings are estimated to find their soulmate. How does that work? So how do, you, how do you even know that if you found your soulmate? You could have been the one in 10,000. You just wouldn't know. Wait, is, is that it? I feel, like, I feel like what they're saying is one in 10,000 human beings have the chance to find their soulmate. Not one in 10,000 people are your soulmate. Right? Could be that. And if that's the case, then damn, you have a lot of soulmates in the world. Yeah. That's kind of relieving. Like, even if you haven't found love right now, like, you'll be okay. All right, so we're going to move on to this one article. And this, is, I feel like, is going to solve some more of our questions. This one says, 10 signs you've met your soulmate according to people who found theirs. So this is all relative. Like, okay, so don't roll your eyes just yet. I read my mind. <laughs> all right, let me just read through this real quick, okay? Number one. And these are signs that you've met your soulmate already. Number one, being around this person gives you a sense of peace and comfort even early in the relationship. Interesting. Okay, for example, when Randy and I first met after initially connecting on AOL Instant Message, this is, this is way old. <laughs> you guys even know what AIM is? Like this is going back to like Zanga, yeah, MySpace, 
uh, MSN, Hotmail, Messenger, all that jazz. We had a uh, my sister did Psy World. Yeah. Anyway, going back to all that. As soon as our eyes met, I wasn't anxious or nervous about meeting some strangers off the internet. It was like that song lyric. It is well with my soul. Something about him immediately felt familiar, and I was instantly at peace just being in his presence. I didn't get butterflies around this incredibly gorgeous guy who couldn't take his eyes off me. Instead, it was like my soul recognized him as my missing piece. When we first met, it really was like time stood still. All I could do was hear my heart pounding. All I could see was him. Okay, Ashley Durham, beautifully written. Round of applause. Very well written. I might steal some of that. But um, that's so interesting. You didn't get butterflies around this incredibly gorgeous person who couldn't take his eyes off you. So that that already kind of is like, huh? Because isn't infatuation like the route to get to love? Infatuation and love. Yeah, I feel like they could be. Feel like they could be different. The f- difference between infatuation versus love is that infatuation is short-lived passion for someone, whereas love is a deep affection for someone that lasts the test of time. So maybe that's what it is. Infatuation is like the trigger at first sight, like oh. This person is really good looking. Like, what's up? You know, <laughs> you know? Or like, or like this person's really beautiful. Versus love is like, I spent this much time with this person. I've created this kind of connection. And I feel like we're going to vibe for the rest of our lives. Till death do us part. Because you really got to feel the vibe of someone in order to like really feel them. You know what I mean? Okay, cool. Anyway, we're going to move on to some more of them. Uh, number two is, you may be very different, but you balance each other out. Example, I knew my wife was my soulmate when I realized the ways we were opposite balanced me and the ways we were alike bettered me. It's an adrenaline-fueled, surreal feeling that's also stunning in a how-are-you-so-perfect-for-me type of way. That's also interesting. But I, I've heard that. I've heard that a lot. That's a, common, that's a common stipulation, right? Opposites attract. And opposites balance each other out, like minus and plus, And they create a whole, right? But I feel like sometimes too much of an opposite in certain like certain areas or regions of like personality can make for a difficult relationship, right? Because I've heard of so many friends who are like frustrated with the first date because they would go out on a date and they'd be super talkative and their date would be a little bit more shy, a little bit more reserved and they wouldn't, you know, speak as much and they'd be like, wow, like, are you not having fun with me? You know, but in the, in, re- in retrospect, like if you look at the situation in hindsight, in that girl's eyes, like she was having a lot of fun. She was just listening. That's how she was, right? But then he, was, he got super self-conscious that she wasn't speaking due to the fact that she had nothing to say because he wasn't saying anything of substance. You know? You know what I mean? Like that's a real thing. It causes like, like, like what do you call these? Tension. Yeah, tension in the strings. Collision. Yeah. Conflict. There we go. Anyway, it causes conflict. But um, I do agree to a point that opposites do kind of balance each other out. It's just like some of the some of the things that might not work out, you could possibly work out, and I guess that would create for the best relationship. Well, that was really obvious. Sorry. Moving on, number three. You get this palpable gut feeling that you've met your match. Interesting. When I met my soulmate, I had no idea what a soulmate really was. Other than what the, what the happily ever after society teaches us. 
I was on a trip to Maui with some girlfriends sitting at a bar when a man came up to me and asked me if I'd go to a wedding with him the next day. Isn't that a red flag? You're sitting in Maui with your, with, with your homegirls and like some guy just comes up. He's like, hey, I have a friend's wedding that I'm going to tomorrow. You want to be my date? Okay, you're, you're impulsive, but you're not that impulsive. Anyway, I, I, mm. I mean, all jokes aside, I think that might be a little weird for me. Like if he was like, hey, he comes up to you. I think you're great. You look great. I don't know you yet, obviously, but let's get a drink. And then you guys like got to know each other. And then you went to the wedding the next day. That would make a lot more sense. I was uh, sitting on a bar when I came to ask if I go to a wedding with him the next day. <laughs> Imagine a guy just walks into a bar. He sits down. He's like, you want to go to a wedding with me tomorrow? And you're just like, hi, my, what's your name? <laughs> anyway, this guy is saying that you get this palpable gut feeling that you've met your match. Okay, let me, let me read through this. Sitting at a bar when a man came up to me and asked me if I'd go to a wedding with him the next day. His best friend was getting married and he needed a date. Internally, I heard my therapist encouraging me to live my life and take chances. So I agreed to go. Okay, so it was, it was impulsive. The next morning, I woke up regretting my decisions. But when he called and left a message on my voicemail saying he just needed my last name and asking if I wanted chicken, beef, or fish, Destiny called and I was committed. I went, we hit it off, he kissed me, and the rest is history. We were together on and off for over 10 years. I felt like I'd known him all my life. We instantly connected, and when he kissed me, the familiarity intensified. Intuitively, I knew he was the one. That's so convinced. You wrote that. That was an excellent piece of writing. You've convinced me that you really felt those emotions. Wow. Um, and I guess I just want to do maybe like one more. I've just been… This is so intriguing. I hope you guys are as intrigued as I am. Or like if you guys have ever had an emotion or… I've been like… I've been understanding of a sign that you've met your soulmate or you have met your soulmate. Dude, please. Let me hear your stories down below. Um, definitely in the comments or in a mention or something. Just so I could see actually see him. Because I'm so curious. What does that feel like your soulmate? I always assumed that your soulmate was someone that you make your soulmate. You know? That you believe in. That you're ready to work out the kinks with. And just really get through life as a, as a duo. You know? But I guess the soulmate could mean something completely else. A one in 10,000. That's insane. <clears throat> Alright, number five. You've seen this person at their worst and love them anyway. I met my soulmate when I was studying for a degree that I hated. And my entire life plan was falling apart. <clears throat> we shared a flat with only the kitchen between us. I didn't realize what had happened at the time. It wasn't, I took the, it wasn't until I took the leap to move home. And start all over again that I realized that she was my soulmate. Somebody who saw me for who I was in all my disaster glory. And didn't even try and run. Three years on, she's still my soul sister. We have ventured together and encountered new experiences by each other's side as often as possibly can. Wait, so this isn't technically like relationship. So it could be love. It could just be friendship even. But like on a deeper level. A soulmate. That'd be kind of cool to have. Like a friend soulmate. Someone who's just able to vibe with you and like really feel out your moments. Someone… Because I mean even with your friends… Like when you see them at their worst… Obviously you accept them and love them anyway. But it's really hard for you to like contain. Because sometimes you want to help but you can't. Sometimes you try to help but you make it worse. You know what I mean? Especially with friends. It's so like… Man, like at our age… You really really get a little bit cautious about interfering. And personal problems. Because you know that there are consequences. To everything that you do. 
a butterfly effect in full effect, like the adult version. I hate being an adult sometimes. <laughs> Sucks, man. <laughs> but I mean, that's what it is. So I guess that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. You've seen them at their worst and love them anyway. I don't know. I, I, I haven't really met anybody in my life where I was just like, wow. Well, I'll stop doing that. Like, I haven't met anyone in my life where I was like, dang. Like, we just really hit it off for like perfect. I feel like everything for me… Because I have so many like problems. <laughs> like, it's really hard for me to like open up and really get to know somebody. I have a lot of allergies. Allergies are quite the problem. <laughs> Dude, you, you'd be surprised how big of a problem allergies are to getting close to people in like elementary school or like middle school or high school. I'm always blowing my nose. People think I'm doing it for attention. And I'm just like, I legit, my nose is running. Go to the trash can. Look at the tissues. Pick them up. You'll feel how wet they are. How do I fake a running nose? Please. Please. But yeah. Thankfully, thank you Lord that my allergies got better due to time. But that was also a problem. Anyway. um, So yeah. That kind of wraps up the segment for Soulmates. I, I found that super interesting. I hope that you guys found that as interesting as I did. Uh, thank you Diane for your question of the week. And now that we have contemplated, discussed, and really thought through our question, we're going to reciprocate all the love for you guys and answer some of yours. Uh, the first question is from BBOM Chin, Bom Chin. Uh, who cleans and washes the dishes after Young K cooks meals fit for an army? Is this a real question? <laughs> who, who cleans the dishes? Okay. You are living with your friends, okay? You're living with your homies. You make a meal for yourself. Who's going to clean the dishes? You're going to clean the dishes. Okay. But yeah, um, we don't really have a dish system. Usually if you eat something, like I do this with my uh, protein shakes too. Like I'll drink it. And I hate, I hate leaving dishes. Like I can leave like food or like other things. It's just I have something about dishes being in the sink. It just bugs me. So I get rid of them ASAP. And I think everyone else does too because we're pretty clean. At least, at least the kitchen is most of the time. No, Young K doesn't cook for us. I mean, sometimes he'll like be like, yo, I made some. And then we'll be like, can I have some? He'll be like, mm, I don't know. Okay. Like those kind of situations happen sometimes. But I don't think there's ever been a time where it's like Young K's like, everybody pull up. I'm ready. You know, like it wasn't ever like that. Dude, like, okay, legitimately, I've, I've started on a dish and I'm getting like pretty good at it. My lasagna is pretty spot on, right? Lasagna, it sounds really intricate and hard. It's the easiest thing in the world. It's the easiest thing in the world. Yup. <laughs> that is all kind of acrobatics over there, but that's exactly what you just open the pre-made stuff and you just stuff it in the plate. That's all you do. And lasagna is really hard to mess up. Super good, like delectable cuisine. And you know, if you're ever trying to cook for a loved one, or if you're just trying to impress your friends, it'd be like, pull up with the lasagna. You got it. Promise. Easy. Okay. Uh, next question. Next one is from B A E K underscore Papi. Beck Papi. Um, another question. If humans can't see air, can fish see water? And the person below them, is at Shaman Taja says no, Jay guides them to their direction. 
I'm so confused as to what that means. Anyway, going back to the question. If humans can't see air, can fish see water? That's a really good question. Okay, guys. Hard questions like these don't work for me. Send this to the top of the podcast. I'm not the smart one here. Did you guys not see me trying to do math? I didn't even know negative numbers existed. Okay. Um, but if you want, in my opinion, I would say, yeah, fish can see water. If I can see water, fish can see water. Palm soft. Anyway, guys, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed those uh, answers to those questions. I don't know if they helped at all. But our topic for today was what are the chances or what are the odds of finding your soulmate? We talked about a lot of things in depth and we kind of went off cue. But we hope, we hope that they would be of help or assistance in your search for your soulmate in the future. Whether it be a loved one, whether, well, they're going to be a loved one, whether it's a significant other or it's just a friend. Soulmates are dope. It's cool. We support it 100%. Everybody, make sure you subscribe to the Dive Studios YouTube channel, which is www.youtube.com slash Dive Studios. Also, follow us and send us questions for our Q&A times at our IG and Twitter at The Dive Studios. Also, follow me or send me questions that I answer regularly on Twitter at J underscore DA6 on Twitter, as well as E-A-J-P-A-R-K on Instagram. I'll see you guys next time. How did I get here with Jay?